Hello, and welcome to Nutmegged, a Premier League podcast. Every week, we break down the latest matches, cover off-field drama, and inevitably discuss VAR. I'm Jackie. And I'm Josh. If you enjoy our show, subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at NutmeggedPod or our website, nutmeggedpodcast.com. Please rate and review the show on your preferred platform to help other listeners find us. Hello again, and thanks for joining us. Welcome to our Match Week 24 review episode. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good. How did you uh, enjoy this weekend of games? It was pretty fun. A lot of good games. Yeah, for me it was. A lot to a, talk about. For me, it was a pretty one-sided weekend of games. Actually, uh, when I went back and looked, I saw that seven of the fixtures had one team win by at least two goals. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah, so there was a, it was a high-scoring weekend. Some dominant performances. Some dominant performances. Let's dive right in. Okay. Leicester versus Liverpool. The big one. The big one, and probably a surprising one for, for most people. I, for one, assumed that after Liverpool combusted against uh, Man City last week, they would come back and at least hold their own more. Yeah, they've been obviously in a poor run of form, but they've had enough decent performances within that bad run to suggest that every once in a while they'll pull out a win. And they beat West Ham pretty comfortably. They beat Spurs comfortably. Looked like maybe they'd kind of get back in gear and they lost very badly to City. So I thought they'd at least want to respond to that performance. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, I wonder if Jürgen's been saying something to really turn him off at halftime because the, the games have been 0-0 at halftime and then 1-1 both weeks. And, and again... Uh, Liverpool lost 3-1 to Leicester. Yeah, it was an odd game because Liverpool played very well and definitely had possession and kind of dominated the game for about uh, 75 minutes. Um, And they scored. They scored a beautiful goal. Firmino's assist was worthy of a win. But the rest of the performance after that, they just collapsed. Leicester tweaked their formation slightly, which was very smart of Rodgers. And all of a sudden, Liverpool just imploded. Conceded three goals. Yeah, I, and Allison again played a part in that two weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah, he's having a bad time. They had the new defender, Kabak, Kabak, uh, who didn't have much help. It seemed. No, I so felt I bad for him. I, he, I didn't think he him. played badly, but no. Allison, it didn't seem like he shouted, or if he did, it wasn't very clear because they collided for the second Leicester goal. Yeah, um, I think the blame is more on Allison there as the experienced keeper coming out. He rushed out and collided with. The young defender. He also had a yellow, but I didn't think he was terrible. But obviously, it's a it's a bad debut. Yeah, and after the game in, in the post match, uh, Jurgen Klopp was asked if he conceded the season and the title. Yeah, the title, and and he said yes. And I couldn't tell if he was being sarcastic or not. No, I think he was sincere. I mean, they're something like thirteen points off, and yep. City have a game in hand. Yeah, so that's exactly right. Thirteen I think points he's behind. Being and, realistic. Yeah. Well, I don't have much else to say about that game. Yeah, it's. It's just surprising to me that Liverpool are falling apart as much as they are. I mean, they're still, they're now in, I think, sixth. Sixth place, um, yep. They're still, you know, within a couple of teams four. have games They could hands. easily go on a good run again and be right back up there. But they don't look like they're able to stop this kind of collapse as it's happening. And that's worrying. Yeah, and, and we'll get and we'll get to that in a second. That's a fair point. Uh, we'll talk about Chelsea later on. They were in ninth, tenth place a few weeks ago and now back in the top four. 
So you're totally right. Liverpool could pull, pull it all together. Yeah, there's no reason to panic just yet, but it doesn't look like they're turning it around quickly. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do this in order, as I might have, because this is a good segue. But did you ever think halfway through the season that West Ham would be ahead of Liverpool? No, not at all. West Ham in fifth place, one point, or was not one point, one spot ahead of Liverpool. Yep. Uh, they had a good 3 nothing win. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think about that game. I think they're doing a fabulous job. I mean, they beat Sheffield United, who are well documented having a tough season but they played very well but they've played well in a lot in the last well couple of games they've won a couple yeah Sheffield United have been on a better run but West Ham have looked good all season yeah. they're not a fluke they're doing really well yeah. David Moyes deserves I think more credit than he gets uh, he's not a fashionable or exciting coach he kind of always looks a little miserable and... a little craggy yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's doing a really good job what do you think about Lingard for West Ham now How's he fitting in? Do you think he's kind of what they needed? Yeah, he's fitting in really well. He's giving them another fast option up front. He kind of takes some of the pressure off of Bowen, who's been their speedy attacker. So now they have two. They kind of have one on each side, and they're doing really well. And I think he fits right in. Okay. It's a good move for him. He wasn't playing at Manchester United at all. Um, I think he's 28 now. He isn't like a young up-and-coming player anymore. He needs to be playing. So it's a good move. I wonder if he'll make it permanent. That was going to be my next question, yes. And just going back to the Leicester performance quickly, I just want to give credit to Harvey Barnes, who I thought was amazing. And faster than most people expect. So, he's very fast. Um, I would not be surprised to see him make the England squad for the Euros. Southgate was in the stands for that game. Yeah, and I think he's had a great season. I think he has something like eight goals, which is yeah. a lot for mm-hmm. his position. And I thought he was just as much of a threat as Vardy, which gave Liverpool nightmares. And that's helped him a lot, because you've had issues with, with Vardy's injuries and things this mm-hmm. season, too. Um, one of the big themes that we've seen all season is, is teams struggling with injuries and yes. players like Barnes for, for Leicester balance it out for him. Yep. So as tough as that was for Liverpool and kind of a, an implosion, and from their perspective, Leicester also deserve credit for sticking in the game, not getting too discouraged when they were one down, coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, that was a really enjoyable game for me. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite of the weekend, as I'm sure it was for most people. <laughs> Except Liverpool fans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Big contingent of Liverpool fans. But they've had a pretty good few years. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, they have. Uh, all right, let's keep going. I'm going to flip-flop around, sometimes chronological, sometimes not. Hit me. Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Not the most exciting. No, 14th place Crystal Palace, 16th place Burnley. You'd think the game might have been a little more evenly matched. Crystal Palace didn't really show up. Burnley were two up after, I think, nine minutes. Yep, and it was 3-0 in total. Yep, my uh, last-minute fantasy pick. Luton, Loughton. Loughton, yes. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, scored a beautiful goal. Yeah, the first in, what, like eight years or something? <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah. Um, so he paid off big time. Uh-huh. That was a, He's got a double game week for a total too. fluke for me, but yeah. I'll take credit for it. Um, yeah, Burnley looked good. They kind of did their usual thing, dangerous on set pieces and in the air. And Crystal Palace just looked like they never showed up. Without Zaha, they're really, really not was, a dangerous team. I was just going to say, every year the question arises of whether they're going to sell Zaha or whether he's going to go anywhere. And it really seems like it's in their best interest to hold on to him. Because yeah. there's like two different their teams. Their record without him is appalling. Two it's, different teams with and without Zaha. It's actually amazing that their record is so poor without him. You'd think they'd win some games without him. Just, I mean, Eze's a good player. Yeah. Betuai is not a bad striker. I mean, he hasn't looked good for them this season, but he's not a bad player. They have some decent players, but without Zaha, they fall apart. And they have, the, I think, the oldest squad in the league. Um, 
which you'd think would give them experience and at least help them defend well, but they defended terribly and never looked like they were going to score. Yeah. It's a and bad it's, recipe. And it's funny because he doesn't always look like he necessarily dominates games when he's playing. Um, and obviously they don't always win when he's playing, but it seems like the amount of attention he, he garners from the opposition team is great enough to just transform their record with or without him. Yep. When's, when's he expected back? I haven't... I think it's I, a few more weeks. Yeah. So it's not looking good for Crystal Palace. Might be a tough few weeks for Crystal Palace. Yeah. But it is looking good for Burnley, who've now put together a pretty good run um, and are pulling away from the relegation battle. Yeah. So uh -huh. it's very good for them. As usual, Sean Dyche is doing his kind of solid job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a real everyman. <laughs> and I think he gets... Uh, unless somebody can upstage him, the best press conference of the... Of the season with his, his looky-luckies yeah. <laughs> going was, on about the old man from up. If, if anyone hasn't seen that, you should go go ahead and Google it. But uh, Sean Dyche <laughs> and his teammates and his family play some fun games and, and the press got to hear all about it. Basically went off in his press conference and answered no questions about the game before nope. they played Manchester City. He basically said being a manager was a really boring job <laughs> and he hated having to answer manager questions, but he liked to play oh, it's a fun press conference. table games. Yeah. Um, but, but we were happier for it. So Crystal Palace, tough loss for them. Maybe a couple more of those until Zaha's back in the lineup. Roy Hodgson probably doing all he can to get his star player back to full fitness. Another big game from the weekend. Manchester City versus Spurs. Yes. Pep and Jose yeah. again. Uh, a 3-0 win for Man City. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> it felt like more. It, it did, but I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of surprised by it, to be honest. I, I, I didn't think that Spurs were going to win. I was pretty confident that City were going to... Though they did last time they played each other. Right, but mm -hmm. City's been on a real streak so yeah. far, or recently rather. Um, That's and six, I, 16 wins in a row. Uh-huh, yeah. and I thought that... Phenomenal. I thought that Spurs were just going to kind of sit back and all crouch around the goal, and it might have been like a 0-0 zero, zero or something. They and, tried. Yeah. Problem is, when you don't defend very well, sitting back and counterattacking isn't a great no. plan. Yeah. Um, no, City were... Fantastic. They're so good at getting into the box, getting into scoring from six yards out, finishing, you know, little flashes across the goal. Gundogan is continuing to be like the new De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> he's Definitely having, yeah, he's life. having a great season. Um, they haven't missed De Bruyne and Aguero at all, which is very much to the credit of the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, Foden was great. Sterling was great. The whole team, I mean, they're still defending well. Ederson's assisting from that was, from the goal. I, that was the best example I've ever seen <laughs> of uh, playing out from the back. Yeah, <laughs> just a massive kick, spot kick from it's nice Ederson. Nice on your goalie can put it on your foot from yeah. sixty yards out. Yeah, gun to win goal. So. Yep. Um, Jose must have been fuming about that. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> and Sanchez face planted and then Loris. Yeah, I thought Loris had a particularly terrible game. Yeah. All three, as good as City there. were, I thought all three goals were potentially savable for yeah, they were Lloris. Um, the penalty went kind of through his hands. The other goals, it is, the second goal was right in his near post, kind of through his legs. And then the third, I thought he maybe could have come out and done a little better. Um, the penalty, I thought, was debatable because Hoybjerg and Gundogan were kind of caught up in each other. But Hoybjerg, I think that's the case of his reputation for being a bit of a dirty player mm -hmm. coming back to bite him. Um, no, City were really, really good. They look like the clear Premier League champions this year. Yeah. I'm more curious to see how they do in the Champions League, if they can <laughs> finally win it, because they look to be in excellent form. Spurs are... I don't, I don't even know what to say about them. Ninth place now. 
Jose is doing kind of exactly as I expected. What's having, going wrong? Having lived through him at Chelsea and then yeah. United. Um, What's the issue right now? They were first for a while. Yep. Now they're ninth. But when they were first, they were outperforming their expected goals by a wide margin, huge margin. Son and Kane were scoring with almost every shot they took, mm -hmm. which is wonderful, but it's hard to sustain yeah. for any, I mean, as good as they are, it's impossible to sustain. Um, they're not defending well. And when you put the onus on the team to sit back and defend, kind of have to defend well, the keepers, no. keepers not playing well. Um, Dyer, Sanchez, Alderweireld, whichever pairing he goes with at center back. Don't seem to have any sort of understanding between them. He's chopping and changing a lot. Yeah. Um, they're missing a couple of their good players like Regulon and Los Celso, but they're just, they just look so lackluster. And City did a good job of kind of keeping Harry Kane occupied. And when he can't create and basically be the whole team, they don't have much else. How does he solve a problem like that? I don't Doesn't know. seem to be buying players. That's not. I mean, they bought quite a few players in the summer. Gareth Bale's not performing. I know he was on loan, but... Um, not really playing much. No. I think you need to try to get Ndombele free. You need to get Lascelles back. Try to have them creating in the middle so that all the pressure isn't on Kane to drop in and create himself. You should try to get him back up front with Sun. But I don't. I just don't think the squad's that good, and I don't think Jose's a good enough manager anymore to do Soul much more it. than he's doing, yeah. Problem is that he's making, I think, fifteen million pounds a year. You can't really afford to sack him. Yeah, because they'd have to pay his salary yeah. as well as anyone else they hire, mm -hmm. right? For a club of its size, it's surprisingly strained financially because of the new stadium. Well, because of COVID, yeah. And COVID, the obviously. New stadium, they haven't sold the naming rights yet. Yeah. They took out a loan, I think, for. Well, no one's going to want to name COVID the reasons. Now. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. Every club is struggling financially, but um, it's it's a bad situation for Spurs right now. I think they'll be fine. I don't think they're yeah you know, they're not going to be in any relegation trouble this year. I could see them doing fine in the Europa League. Jose is still a decent manager. I just don't think he's good enough now to get the most out of this squad. Do you think they're likely to miss out on the top six by the end of the season, or do you think they'll claw their way into it? It's pretty competitive this year. It is pretty competitive. Um, I think somehow they'll claw their way into it, whether that's by winning the Europa League. Yeah. Or the FA Cup, or all oh, they're out of the FA Cup now. Right. But um, I can see them finishing sixth. Yeah. But they not have much enough. Higher. But yeah, I can't see them finishing top four. Okay. Let's keep going. From one of the more exciting games of the weekend to arguably the most boring. We don't have to spend too much time here. Brighton, Aston Villa. Yeah. 0 0. <laughs> the only scoreless game of the weekend. Yep. I guess notable for. Fact that it was a pretty bad Villa performance, as good as, they, as they've been all season. And another game where Brighton just couldn't seem to put it in. Yep, and Martinez, I think, was too, to blame or to credit for that, because he was excellent in goal. Um, beyond that, not a whole lot to say. <laughs> it was a surprisingly poor performance from Villa, who have been one of the best teams, I think, to watch this season. Yeah, I mean, they're sitting pretty high up in eighth place. Yeah, yeah they're doing great. This is... Again, not a great performance from them. I, I'm sure they'll be better um, in weeks to come. So it's kind of a forgettable meh draw for them. And for Brighton, it's another good performance, but they need to score more. All right. Story of their season. Yeah. Southampton Wolves to pretty mid-table, bottom half of the mid, bottom half just below 10. 2-1 mm -hmm. uh, win for Wolves. Two good teams, I think, that are both struggling a bit lately. Mm -hmm. 
for various reasons. Um, I think that's the sixth loss in a row now for Southampton. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden they were falling. I remember when they were at top one, four. At one point they were top of the table yeah. briefly, right. but um, that seems a long way away now. They're and they've had a, it has to be said a terrible time with injuries. I think half their team is out. Yeah, but they're not doing great, and they have some difficult games coming up. They play Chelsea next, and then I think Leeds. Um, so and maybe Everton or City, like they have, they have a few tough ones coming up. So it doesn't look like it's going to get much better quickly. Yeah. Um, but they're still a good team. Hasenhutl is still a good manager. They need to get some players back fit. He seems like a great manager, except for the one nine nil loss he lets <laughs> per his, season. He lets through his fingers every season. Yeah, it's a weird uh, thing to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to have as a manager, yeah. but it seems like you should maybe put that on his resume. Yeah. Um, that's, that can't help the goal difference. No, it does not. But, again, Southampton will be fine, but they're in a very bad run. It was a good win for Wolves, who are still kind of struggling without Jimenez. Um, I thought Pedro Neto's goal was amazing, and he's doing really, really well this season. I was shocked to find out he's still only 20. I thought he was older than that. He looks um, older than that. He's, I think, another great kind of Wolves player like Jota, who yeah. they could probably sell in another year or two to a no offense to Wolves, but yeah. the top team. I took him out of my fantasy team a couple of weeks ago. I'm kind of <laughs> regretting it. Yeah, so now he's on like a streak. Um, no, it was a good win for Wolves, but Southampton are really struggling. Danny Ings' goal was nice, but he can't be the whole team. No, no, he can't. West Brom versus Man United. Yeah, perhaps one of the more surprising results of the weekend. 1-1 draw. Yep. Some really important points for West Brom that yep. a lot wouldn't oh, have one, expected them. One point, yeah. Well, yeah, one point. <laughs> Um, but, but an important set of points for West Brom that a lot of people wouldn't have expected them to get. And one goal from Fernandez. Yeah, it was, it's, you know, they're such a weird team to me because sometimes they look amazing. Sometimes they look absolutely terrible. And sometimes they look kind of like they don't really feel like playing that much. Um, and that was what we saw this week. Yeah, they, I think West Brom scored within minutes of the start. United just like lackluster. Just didn't really look like they cared or wanted to score very badly. Um, Fernandez's goal was very nice, but they couldn't really get Cavani in the game much. Rashford, Martial, they're all kind of, they're all individually good players, but not really clicking at the moment. Rashford, I really like, but he makes a lot of bad decisions for me. Um, he's so fast and he's so skillful, but he'll dribble into four defenders and kind of try a bunch of step overs and lose the ball. And you're like, what is he thinking? When there's a pass on, it's easy. Yeah, I think United will make top four. I think they're good enough. I think they'll be they're fine. They're still pretty comfortably in second. Right. Um, although I think they're now tied with Leicester, right? But they just are so inconsistent that until they can fix that, there's no, there's not going to be a title challenge or, you know, legitimate one because from one week to the next, they look, you know, they can look as good as Manchester City and then they look absolutely terrible. Yeah. All right. One of the... Uh... More high octane games of the weekend. Arsenal leads. 4 2 win for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Hat trick for Aubameyang. He seems to be back, if you could call it that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll if it see lasts yeah. another game. Um, his first ever hat trick, which I was actually surprised to learn. And it, it looked like it could have been 4 nothing or 5 nothing at some point. And so Leeds got a couple back in, but, uh, but a pretty clear win for Arsenal. Yeah, typical with Leeds, they don't really bother defending, but they also don't really know when they're beaten, and they can come back at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, Melier's goal had a nightmare of a game. He gave away the penalty. He yeah. struggled on their goals. He yeah, it was, it was a bad day for him. Um, 
Arsenal played well, and then they brought on William and suddenly conceded two goals. Yeah. Um, no, he wasn't the reason, but he still has not played well for them. He hasn't been helping them. No, he has not. Um, yeah, it was a good Arsenal performance, but they still have their lapses, and Leeds took advantage of that. But luckily, it was enough to get back in the game completely. Um, but I thought going forward, Arsenal looked really good. Smith Rowe is helping to create a lot. Um, Bobby Yang's finally finishing. Saka continues to play really well. So they have kind of the core there of a decent decent squad now. I still think defensively they have some issues. Um, still in 10th place. They still yeah. have a long way to go to get to where they want to be. They do. I could see them maybe making a late surge for Europa League or winning the Europa League this year because they're still in it. Right. Um, they're def- I definitely can't see top four or yeah. anything like that. But... Maybe they'll have a stronger end to the season. I think there's signs of improvement compared to the first half of the season. What is good enough for Arteta in terms of results, considering the fans and the board and whatever chaos is going on at the club? Yeah, it's hard to know exactly what his kind of mandate is. They seem to be pretty patient with him, considering he didn't lose his job when they were yeah. just above the relegation zone at one point in the fall. Um I think they need European football of some sort just for their budget. Um, so whether they make the Europa League through the Premier League or yeah. they win the FA Cup or somehow win the Europa League and get into the Champions League, they yeah. need that They need that income. Um, I think it'll be very interesting to see what they do if they do not get that. Yeah. No one, no signs his job's under threat at the no. moment, but just no, something, that they, something yeah. that they need to mm-hmm. strive for. Right. Everton, Fulham. I was surprised to see Fulham beat Everton 2 nothing. They've been playing pretty well. It's a fantastic performance from Fulham. They uh-huh. were clearly and by far the better team the yeah. entire game. Josh Madger from the Sunderland documentary. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was a big Two goals in his debut. Played very well. But yeah, Fulham, very impressive. I thought they've looked better in recent weeks but haven't really had the wins to match it. Um, I thought Loftus-Cheek, my boy, finally played yeah. really well. I thought Harrison Reed was really good. Lookman um, and Magia up top. <laughs> I thought they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Three or four nil wouldn't have really flattered they, them. They looked dangerous. And Everton, the game. Everton looked like they basically didn't show up yeah. and played terribly. And I can't imagine Ancelotti's going to be thrilled with that performance. Um, it should be noted that Everton played into extra time against Spurs midweek for the FA Cup. So yeah. there's probably a lot of fatigue. Mm-hmm. Calvert Lewin went off injured. He didn't play this weekend. So. That might have been a factor, because mm-hmm. um, that was just Wednesday night. Yeah. Went to extra time, it was 5-4, Everton at the end, so players might have been injured, exhausted, yeah. but Fulham were by far the better team and fully deserved the win, and now it's interesting, because they're only, I think, seven points behind Newcastle. Um, it's still a long shot, but they have maybe a chance of calling themselves out of the relegation zone if they yeah. keep playing well, and if Callum Wilson... Stays out for Newcastle for a while. There's there's a chance. Seven points behind with a game in hand. To be fair, before we talk about the last yep. fixture from this weekend, let's cut across both Everton and Fulham yeah. are playing. So suddenly it mid-week. looks kind of doable for Fulham if right. they continue playing like this. Yeah, um, Everton playing Man City and, and Fulham playing Burnley. And fascinatingly, I think they play each other on the last day of the season. Fulham and Newcastle. Wow, that's so going to set up for a real will, relegation fight. It might already be resolved by then, but it would be yeah. pretty interesting. It would. Uh, but quickly touch on those two games. I think it'll be tough, but I think if Fulham can play like they did against Everton, they should be going into this feeling pretty confident, yeah. looking to close the gap to four points. Okay. Fulham win. 
That's your guess. It's my guess and my hope to keep things interesting. Okay. I mean, Burnley just came mm-hmm. off a good win too, so they might yeah, be Yeah, it's nothing against Burnley, good. and they're um, decent. But, um, but yeah, Fulham win. Okay. I think Fulham need the momentum to continue. Everton versus City. Is there, is there any chance that Everton topples City? There's always a chance, but, but it's a low chance. I think City will have plenty to win yeah. this. I think Carlo will be looking for a better performance. Yeah. Um, but I think City will be. Everton will be happy with a draw. City look kind of unstoppable right now. Yeah. I wonder who uh, who Pep will play. He's got so many options. It doesn't even matter at this point. <laughs> I, just... I feel like Ederson could start up top and still be great. I wonder. It was actually kind of funny that, funny that you say that because they finally resolved their penalty woes this past weekend. Well, for now. It wasn't a pretty... Wasn't a very convincing penalty. No, but, but they scored the Rodri penalty. Rodri did score, yeah. And it actually looked like it came pretty close to Ederson taking the penalty, which Pep's joked about in the past. I mean, as his fantasy manager, I was dying for him to take it. Yeah. The problem is if it's saved and then they quickly counterattack, there's yeah. no one in the goal. No. But maybe I mean, wait until you're already like one up or two up in a game. But yeah. He definitely deserves a chance. I'd like to see that. As everyone else has decided to miss. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Would have been pretty impressive for the goalie to have not only a clean sheet, but an assist. And a goal. Yes, that was my dream. Yeah. Came so close. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever captained the goalie in fantasy. I'm sure it happens. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I haven't yet. Uh, okay, let's go back to the last game of this past weekend. We've been roaming around a little bit. Chelsea versus Newcastle. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. I actually forgot about it. Yeah. Which and, is a really pleasant feeling. And we weren't... It's not haunting me. And we weren't saving the best for last. No. It, it really was the last game of yes, the weekend. Yes, it was. Uh, pretty convincing to nothing. I say convincing too much now. Pretty solid <laughs> win for Chelsea. Yeah, I thought they looked two goals to none. Great in the first half. Dropped off quite a bit in the second half, maybe to conserve energy mm-hmm. or just kind of felt like the job was done. Newcastle didn't really threaten at all. Um, but I think that's what four wins out of five for two goal. Only one goal conceded, which was Antonio Rudiger's own goal. Um, so no goals technically conceded to opposition. Yeah. Uh, they've shot up the table. They're now in fourth, mm-hmm. ahead of Liverpool, ahead of just well, ahead of West Ham on goal difference. Um, things are looking really good. Team Overrunner finally scored. Finally scored. Got, he, got an he, assist. Was man of the match. He looked he, relieved. Yeah, he should. He should be. Um, but I'm really happy for him because he has played very well for several weeks now without scoring. He's been assisting. He's been winning penalties. But all anyone would talk about still was that he hadn't scored. So it's kind of a scruffy goal but he won't care and he deserved it um hopefully Tammy Abraham's not too badly injured he went off but Drew came on and scored and it looked good I it's still not very clinical going forward could have been four or five today um Kovacic had a couple of flyers that <laughs> if he could learn to shoot that would be swell because otherwise he's been awesome yeah um Hudson Adoy Mount could have each had one but they need to be more clinical it's, going to be tough against Atletico in the Champions League, for example, if they don't start scoring some mm-hmm. of their chances, because they don't give up many chances yeah. defensively. Um, so the defense is looking better, the team's looking more solid, they're pressing again, so things are going well. Okay. And we've touched on Newcastle's woes a little bit already in yep. some of these other games. Injuries, a big lots, one. Lots Callum of injuries. Wilson, yep. Ryan Fraser, his... Uh, old teammate who's over here with him in Newcastle hasn't mm-hmm. been doing that much. No. Um, same Axelman now back. Yep. But had a pretty serious absence due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy for Steve Bruce and his team. They've obviously got a lot to contend with. No, I think, um, unfortunately, they're going to be fighting to stay up. If they fall and keep up this little renaissance, I yeah. think it's going to be tough for Newcastle. Uh, is there, what, what do you think that they 
they can do beyond having the players come back fitter? Are there any formation changes you'd like to see or anything I wouldn't else like uh, that? advise playing this narrow diamond formation that they're playing a lot, like today, for example. I, I get that it's to control the midfield, but Callum Hudson-Odoi and even Marcus Alonso and Werner had just so much space on the wings. Yeah. And we're just killing them, putting in crosses. And, yeah. I mean, they Chelsea could and should have had four or five goals mm-hmm. if they could just start finishing better. Right. Um, if someone would make a run to the far post every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. You've seen a few that Man City oh. would have put away for sure. Yes. Um, so, I think Newcastle could maybe play wider. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. All right. I think that's it. That is it for now. We'll see you again on uh, at the weekend. Yeah. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the games. Thank you. If you enjoyed our show, subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at NutmeggedPod or our website, nutmeggedpodcast.com. Please rate and review the show to help other listeners find us. Cheers. Cheers.